all that goes into redemption. You see, our flesh retards our ability to give glory to God the way that He deserves and to worship God the way that He deserves and even to love God. We're to love Him with all of our heart and soul and strength and mind. And there are so many scriptures like this that we can meditate upon. And the more deeply we meditate upon God's glory and then the humiliation of Christ, all of the sacrifices He went through for our salvation, uh, the more it can stir up that love because even our love has to flow from faith. Everything, faith itself is a gift of God, but everything that's of any value in our lives we receive from God by faith. Now there's another little thought in these uh, words that uh, I got from a Puritan writer and uh, that is that the great I am was veiled in flesh just like a hook is veiled and cloaked in a worm. And uh, you may not like his exegesis, but I was profoundly struck by this. Uh, it's Lancelot Andrews. He died in 1626. He said, A fisherman, when he casts his angle into the river, doth not throw the hook in bare, naked, and uncovered. For then he knows the fish will never bite, and therefore he hides the hook without a worm or some other bait. And so the fish, biting at the worm, is catched by the hook. Thus Christ, speaking of himself, saith, and he's got Latin here that means I am a worm and no man, he coming to perform the great work of our redemption did cover and hide his Godhead within the worm of his human nature. The grand water serpent, Leviathan, the devil, thinking to swallow the worm of his humanity, was caught upon the hook of his divinity. This hook stuck in his jaws and tore him very sore. By thinking to destroy Christ, he destroyed his own kingdom and lost his own power forever. And the Lord's table really is a, a celebration of not only all that Christ sacrificed, and we do remember that, but it's also a celebration of the victory that he achieved uh, in his cross. You see, he did not climb that cross as a victim. He wasn't dragged there unwillingly. He willingly went to the cross and he climbed it as a conqueror. And it was through the cross of Jesus Christ, which men despise and think is nothing, it was through that cross that he brought his victory in the world and his victory through his people. And I think those two thoughts are thoughts that ought to cause our hearts to well up in praise and adoration and love to him. Let's receive uh, his pledge to us of that victory and of his love to us that is shown in this sacrifice that is celebrated here. Let's pray. Father God, what an amazing, an amazing thing it is to consider the redemption of the Lord Jesus Christ. We realize that without Christ, we can do nothing. There is nothing of any significance that we can offer up and that the cross of Christ was not an afterthought, that Christ, as Revelation says, was the Lamb slain from before the foundation of the world. This was central to your plan for creation and history, as Ephesians says. And Father, we, we glory in the cross of Christ. We glory in the redemption that he wrought. We glory in the fact that through the hook of Christ's divinity, 
and through Christ being willing to humble himself and to become a worm that the great serpent himself was caught and destroyed and bound and that we need not fear anything that he may bring against us. I pray, O oh God, that as we partake of the Lord's Supper this morning, that we would partake with uh, a deep faith, not uh, doubting that uh, we have any lack, but with a faith that you have pro provided for us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Stir up faith, stir up love, stir up hope, stir up the sanctification, Father, that this table calls us to in your people. And if there are any sins that yet linger, that have grieved your spirit, I pray that we would cast them at the foot of the cross and that we would come not for condemnation, not for judgment, but we would come this morning for sanctification, for growth, for blessing. And we thank you for all of the blessings that you have promised in this meal, that having given us the Son, you also freely with the Son give us all things. We bless you and we glory in you. And to that end, we pray that you would set apart these common elements to a holy use and that you would be glorified in our partaking. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. We're going to ask, because we've got two tables this time, that you exit the rows on that side, that you come through the tables and then go to be seated down the center aisle. I think that will be the, uh, the best. And then we've asked if um, uh, Jeff Donnan and uh, Peter Allison would help uh, Gary and I to uh, serve the communion this, this morning. <clears throat> 